Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Okay, hello you guys, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, September 23rd, 2018, and I am your host, Renata. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, I do apologize for being late. I'm still um, having to remind myself that I cannot pull up the website with um, Firefox, which is my go-to search engine. Um, I prefer Internet Explorer, but hardly any websites um, use that anymore. So I usually use um, Mozilla Firefox. Well, TalkShoe will not allow you to come in that way. So I have to go through Google Chrome. And each week I have to remind myself of that and takes a while for it to get going. So I do apologize for being late, okay? Alrighty, so let's just open up in prayer. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you thanking you, Lord, for your goodness, for your graces, for your mercies, Lord, that has carried us all throughout our lives, Lord, and throughout this week, Lord. From week to week, we um, look forward to coming together, Lord, um, under one mind, Lord, uh, around people who who are having like experiences, Lord. So we thank you, Lord, for this fellowship with one another. I thank you for each and every person that you sent to this call. I ask you to bless them, Lord, according to your riches and glory. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe, for keeping our family members safe. Help us, Lord, to keep the faith always, Lord, to go about our lives with courage, Lord, knowing that you will always be there to guide us and protect us, Lord. And we just thank you for the victory over all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's do a, uh, let me give you guys a scripture. A scripture. in order. Okay, this scripture is from Romans. Yep, I lost it. Hold on. Get it here. Romans um, chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. And it says, Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. Okay? Basically, what this scripture is telling us is that we don't need to run from tribulations, our problems. Okay? That's what tribulations is, our problems, these negative situations that we encounter. Um, Because those tribulations
purpose in your life. Okay? These problems, these troubles that we run into, they work as patience. When you run into a person who's very calm, who's very patient, they go through so much and they're still patient, just know that that person has gone through some things, okay? That's how they got to that level of patience. And the Bible says that not only do these problems that come in our lives help us to be more patient people, but through that patience, we learn experience. And through experience, we learn hope. Okay, experience also is what gives us wisdom because we've been there and we've done that and we've learned lessons through some of the things that we have come through. Okay, so don't run from your problems. Embrace them. It is what it is. Use your critical thinking to get you through some of these situations that you need to get through. Know that God is there. He's listening. He's available. He has angels working on your behalf. The Holy Spirit's there to guide you, and you will get through whatever you need to get through. Even this, even this. I tell myself often there are lessons to be learned along the way with this targeting. There is work to be done. There is a purpose for all of this, believe it or not. There is a purpose. But we have to find that purpose, and we have to walk in that purpose. It does no good if we recognize our purpose or we believe we have a purpose, but we're not walking in it. We're not even considering that maybe I should be doing something through all of this. Looking for opportunities to make things better. Okay, amen. So if you want to read that on your own, it is Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 4. And that was the famous version. Okay, um, welcome, welcome to the call. Um, there are several people that I invited to this call and that said that they would come to this call. I did an update on my YouTube channel. Um, a couple of years ago, I advertised this call out there in the that the call is available, um, but I, I updated that yesterday because I didn't have this current uh, telephone number and information there. So there are several people that may come to this call. Um, if you are one of those people that got the information from YouTube, please let me know so we can say hello. Um, but anyone who is here, if you are a person who comes week after week, thank you so very much. If you are a new person, welcome and thank you for coming to the call. Um, I really hope that you feel a little more empowered by the end of this call, that you have a little more hope, a little more faith, and that you just bring on a little while longer and just know that you deserve to live. You deserve to be um, free of this targeting. You don't deserve anything that's going on with you. You are um, not alone. There are other people who are going through this as well, and hopefully we can all say something to encourage one another. Okay. The way you join this call is you can call in on area code 605-562-0444, enter the call ID number, which is 114-616. If you are calling from Canada, which we have a couple of Canadians that come to this call, um, the telephone number is 867-292-3066. 
Uh, one thing I discovered this morning, and I did say on that video that I created, is that there are several of us who have gotten a message when we try to call in, we get the message that there's going to be a toll charge because it's out of our plan or what have you. The said it's not them. The telephone company said it's not them. I got that message this, this morning when I tried to call in to say that they were charging me. I hung up. I called back and I discovered something. Dial the one before the area code, you won't get that message. Okay, so I have to make sure when I get the telephone number, I say one first. So the number you will call is one six zero five five six two zero four four four, or if you're in Canada, one eight six seven two nine two three zero six six, and that should get you in without having to worry about that charge. If you do get that message, no matter which way you call in, um, then hang up and come through the computer and, and listen through the chat room, which is by going to TalkShoot.com and putting in the code 114616. I'm going to call and you can join in with the people who are in the chat room. The purpose of this call is to process what's happening to us um, be amongst people who are experiencing the same thing, um, trying to get that community feel, um, just to know that other people are, are sharing your experience and uh, for you to have a listening ear because um, most of the time with most PIs, our voice has kind of been shut down. And, and we don't have a bunch of people listening to us, much less understanding. So um, this is the place for that. If you have something to share that you'd like to share, you are welcome to share it here. This is a shared platform. This is all of our platform. Um, the only thing I ask is that you don't dominate the conversation. Just consider it that there are other people and, you know, try not to go on too long. Um, and, it, and that just kind of depends on, on the flow of things. Um, a lot of people have fallen off because I lost my distribution list and the call was down for a month and a half. So anyway, so build it back up. But um, I said that to say that, you know, the length of time that each person gets to speak just kind of depends on um, how many people are, are wanting to speak. Okay. Uh, and I think that is it for as the announcements go. If you'd like to get on the distribution list for this call, which I send out an email every Saturday, please send me an email, R-E-M-U, the number two, at hotmail.com. That's remu2 at hotmail.com. And just ask me to add you to the distribution list, and I'll do that. Okay, there are couple things. I want to get back to having topics. We sometimes don't do that because we have so many people um, during the check-in period. But uh, someone requested, and I'm so sorry, but I forgot your name, so if it was you, then please let me know so I can thank you. Um, but someone would like to talk about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and also, there's something else. It's uh, CTS, it's continuous trauma. I thought we could talk about that as well because our traumas are ongoing. So it's a little bit beyond the PTSD. So we can talk about that today. 
And um, I will check in. We'll start out with the check-ins. I did a couple videos as well, you guys. You can check those out. I'm going to try to do a couple more today. Um, okay, so here's some questions that I came up with. Always, um, how was your week? Tell us, you know, how was your past week and, and, and how you doing? Okay. Um, I think I posted this one last week, but I don't remember getting any responses, and I'm just curious about this, so I'm going to put it back out there. Um, is it possible to maintain friendships outside of the TI community? And if so, how do you do it? And I'm going to include even relationships with families because some of our family members uh, we consider friends as well. So is that possible? Because so many people think that it's not. Um, so if you want to weigh in on that. Okay. Um, any ideas for activism that you might have? Please put those out there because I think that we get caught up in uh, survival mode. And uh, and so we forget the activism piece of things. We um, One of the purposes, which I didn't state, but one of the purposes of this call is for us to uh, get mentally strong. And once we get to the level of strength that, you know, we'd like to be, then we could take that further and actually do some activism because we don't want to just be surviving every day, you know. We don't want to be in survival mode all the time. We want to be able to get out there and peacefully demonstrate and uh, bring awareness to this crime because this is a crime. So if you have any ideas for activism or something we can do, we can either do it as a group or we can do it individually, please share your ideas. Okay. Maybe just one bunch of them down here. I'll put them out there. Okay, so uh, for some reason this came to my mind this morning, uh, and I don't really know how to verbalize it, so I'll do the best I can. Uh, no matter where we are in our life, no matter what we have going on, I should say, in our personal lives, um, usually we'll lead somewhere. Ooh, I don't even know how to say this. Um, If you're hanging around the wrong crowd, and this probably pertains more to, to younger people, but say, for instance, you're hanging around the wrong crowd, okay? If you keep doing that, it's going to lead probably to jail, probably to drug addiction, probably to alcoholism, okay? Maybe you guys can understand it better if I describe it that way. In um, a targeted individual, and the things that comes along with it, and the things that we have going on in our lives, where do you see this guy road leading you? Does this make sense? Um, and I don't know. That just popped in my mind this morning that most most roads, bike roads, lead somewhere. So where do you see this? You down the path you're going. is going to lead you. It'll possibly lead you to activism. It led me to activism. I was never an activist, ever. Um, it leads you in that direction. It leads you into possibly a new profession. 
it can lead to, for some people, it has made them an author. They have written books, and they never had planned to write books before. Um, it could lead you to a road of depression. It could um, lead you to abusive situations. There are many people who end up in abusive situations. Um, or it could just be a dead-end street where you just go nowhere. Go nowhere. So um, why that question came to my mind, I don't know, but I'm going to just uh, say that, that, that in my spirit, um, maybe it is to generate thought for someone, uh, but that is a question. Um, hopefully you guys can engage in, okay? So let me just recap the questions real quick. How was your week? That's always a question. Do you feel it is possible to maintain a um, a friendship, a stable friendship, outside of the TI community? And if so, how do you do it? Um, any ideas that you have for group activism or individual activism, could be letter writing, phone calling, anything. Maybe um, you might know of a bill that's coming across someone's desk right now that we can all write about or call in about or any, any ideas you have for activism. Yeah, this is the T.I. role is leading you. Okay? Those are the questions. Now, I used to say start eight if you wanted to speak, but... It's all different now, and I don't know how you uh, raise your hand, but I think there is a way. Hopefully you guys know how. <laughs> okay. This up. All right. Let me get back over to where I can see my board. two monitors. It would make it so, so much easier for me. Okay. All right. Massachusetts in the chat room says, I can hear you. Welcome, Massachusetts. Or it says MA. I, I'm, I'm assuming that stands for Massachusetts. Could be your initials. I'm not sure. Um, MA in the chat room also says, I am new. Thank you so much for hosting this, Sister Renata. God bless you. Thank you very much. And welcome, welcome, welcome. God bless you as well. Um, L.I., I think that's L.I., in the chat room says, hello, Renata. Hi. How are you today? Um, hold on, you guys. My computer's going haywire. I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay, Eli says, no, I am afraid. I'm afraid I get close to might die. Aw, sorry to hear that. Yeah, we have to talk about that a little bit more. Okay. Hang on, you guys. Don't pay any attention to the perp in the chat room. We don't give them attention at all. Okay, we don't give them attention. Okay. All right, let me know if you guys want to answer any of the questions. Trying to unmute you. Honorable Sister Renata, I just wanted to let you know I'm here. God bless everyone there, and have a great week. Amen. Thank you. You too. 
Were you guys able to hear me clear? I just realized I didn't have my speakerphone. Oh, that's right. You were clear earlier. You're clear now. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay. Um, did anybody want to answer any of the questions? What were the questions? Okay, let me give them to you again. My computer is, is running slow, so if you guys are hearing pauses, it's because I'm trying to navigate back and forth. Okay, how was your week? Um, and anything you want to share about that? Is it possible to maintain friendships outside of the TI community? And if so, how do you do it? Um, any ideas for activism you may have? And I made the comment that most of our life roads lead somewhere. Where do you see your uh, TI road leading for you? Is it going to take you uh, to activism? Is it going to make you uh, uh, turn you into an author where you might write a book or is it a dead end street and so on and so forth? <laughs> well, I know I have a book in me somewhere. As <laughs> many things yeah. as I've yeah, I think we all do. Well, the one thing I want to apprise everyone, and it's interesting on coast to coast com this morning, young man, I didn't listen to it all, but he's bringing people to the attention about the A, what do you all call them, AIs, uh, artificial intelligence. This is here. Uh, I was listening, I saw a lot of them last year, they're policemen huge ones, some eight feet tall, ten feet tall, and huge, bigger than football players, and the little small ones for the bicycles, and it's interesting how they all look alike, they're not midgets, and then uh, I saw them in the stores, and then I heard a confirmation on the radio, news radio, that uh, CBS or some of them were starting to have these robots just to put the different products in on the shelves. And I know that's not true. Last year I saw them with the taser laser gun. You really don't want that type of pricing gun. It is going into the product. People like myself who are hypersensitive to this radiation, it does affect us. It's affecting the children. But more emphatically, this year on an infomercial, it was reported that the University of Pennsylvania, and I think the spokesperson came from University of Pennsylvania here in Philadelphia, said that they are one of 150 manufacturers of the robots. That was said this year, 2018. And they are using the same kind of machine that they're making all kinds of huge buildings and the guns most recently they were concerned about. What do they call the three-dimensional printers? Yeah, the 3D, yeah. I, I still don't understand how you do that. They say you print it, but how does it turn into a gun if you print it? Well, <laughs> the, the interesting thing here is, well, you, I, they, there are things on the web pages, but I always recommend if you find it, print it out. Or if you don't have a printer and it's too much, you know, just going to pay some money, get it printed out at a FedEx or someplace. But don't sit in front of your computer to read, read, read. You follow me? But print it out hard copy. They're making buildings, huge buildings. I first heard of it in Dubai. And I had a document someone sent me with that confirmation. 
But these these very robots, which we had millions of years ago, and I'm very concerned, yet this man said the very concern that I've been bringing to people's attention, he said it last this morning, that people have to realize that they can have glitches. What will the glitches cause? But more emphatically, they're going to have some kind of um, temperament, what can I say, uh, I'm seeing jealousy. Some people want, and as they tried to get most people when they were talking about them the other year, to get the men enthusiastic to use them as dolls. And then, you know, they're showing the ones that look so robotic. But the fact remains, the sexual thing is a no-no. Again, we had them millions of years ago. And this is why they are not very good to really bring resurrect. And yet that's what they're doing to us. And if you notice, most of these... Okay, uh, Tom, I think I don't, you need to unmute for just a minute. I don't know what that is. Okay, who is that from Massachusetts? I, 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 I don't know who that is. Wait, wait, hold on. Hi, can you hear me? I'm not from Massachusetts. I'm from yeah, Canada. Yes, but your background is very loud. Oh, okay. yeah, because I, I was getting ready to say the most important thing. Okay, hold on. Hello? Yeah. Okay, Okay, I'm not from Massachusetts. I'm actually from Canada. So I'm the one who who commented that I'm from Canada and that I'm new here. Oh, okay, good. Welcome. What is your name, please? My, my name is Marley. Marley, is there a way where you can um, where your background can quiet a little bit? Unfortunately not, because I'm sitting at a cafe, but you know what? You can just unmute me, and I'll just listen to you guys. Okay. I would I would definitely like to um, speak with you. So if you just hang on one minute, I'm going to let this be finished, and then I'll come back to you, okay? Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Okay. I'll come back to you. Okay, awesome. Okay. To your attention, they look so humanistic. They look so humanistic. These robots, and the key here is in the 1970s, it was reported from Silicon Valley then that they can put human cells into computer chips, and I've always used that as a reference point. And now it is so very true. These robots are back to being humanistic. No one, unless you're like myself. In, in tuned, and then sometimes while you're talking to them, because they would crowd around me like children, the ones from the electric company that had the hard cats, and many times you'll see a duplicate with the same type of built and face, and uh, they were like children. Same thing for the police that had the bicycles. They crowded around me just like children listening to what I was saying. And uh, so, therefore, and you know that they all have cameras in them. So the uh -huh. fact is, don't be shocked, don't be afraid, but we better take back our controls. This is in violation. We've done it millions of years, and this is what has caused the 
decrease and uh, stay in the in the word because this right now everything that's written is is coming to pass. They are using our book against us, so that hopefully we won't read it. You know, the the different I say all religiosities are cults. They practice the occult, but don't start judging people. If this is what gives you the the gumption to start reading and listening and knowing who you are inside of you. Each and every one of us are naturally spiritual, soul-seated beings. And we cannot judge anyone for being less than that. And I've even used this as my variable because I'm into my highest commander, Isa Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. He said, I have to love my enemy. And when it finally dawned on me, I said, my goodness, I have to even love Lucifer. I cannot hate him. I'm not going to say, oh, come on, Lucifer, let's go party. No, none of that. But I'm not to hate even. And, and, that, and the, by the way, the opposite of love is indifference. The opposite of hate is life. So we cannot destroy life. We're not supposed to, we're supposed to have life and have it more abundantly, John 10.10. 10. And I can go on and on, but I won't, so I thank you for listening. But pay attention. They're already here and I'm sad to say that, but uh, these lead bullets, mayoclinic.org, look up. It causes uh, people that use those. It's not very good for their body. I can get more details. And and the fire hydrants across the nation all have lead in them. Our employees in Washington didn't clean them out as they were supposed to and had legislation to do so in the 70s. So we have to take our spot the Declaration of Independence is a ratified law. It clearly says the consent of the governed. We, the people, are their employers. We must take back our control. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you, Sister Baby. Okay. Now, I want to come back to, um, in a few minutes, I want to come back to what Life Stolen has said in the um, chat room about about uh, being afraid to get close to people because uh, the people might die. Wait a minute, hang on. Somebody's asking me a question, trying to get in on the call. Okay. All right, so let's go back to uh, Marley from Canada. I'm good. How are you? Yes, that was me. I was the one who asked you the question on YouTube um, to to get the number from Canada. Thank you so much for hosting this, by the way. I think this is such a wonderful opportunity, and I, I think that God has blessed you so much with your ministry, and I, I, I really appreciate all that you're doing, and glory to God, of course. Um, I wanted to share... Yeah, I wanted to share some things about, you know, some of the tips, things that have worked for me um, and things that have worked for me in order to resist the mind control and the lies of the deception that come in with the program. So some some helpful things that have, have, have really helped for me is to really, really dive in the word and to read the word of God consistently. Uh-huh. 
and to also um you know to try to read every single day scriptural confessions and declarations of who we are in christ that's very much helpful because um i don't know about you guys but i have dealt with a lot of you know lies and projections um you know false accusations against my character and you know if you're not very very mentally and emotionally strong it can it can really have an effect on you so reading uh declarations of who we are in christ scriptural declarations have been so helpful to me um another thing is um i bought a pair of headphones that that where I, where I put it on whenever i'm cleaning or doing chores or whatever and i would listen to the word of god that way my mind would be renewed and sanctified as i'm doing other things instead of focusing on you know the pain of the ti experience or whatever so that has been really really helpful as well um one last tip that has helped me a lot is to also do spiritual warfare prayers are you aware of spiritual warfare prayers yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've done a lot of research and I've learned that the gang stalking at its root is actually because we fight not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities, it's actually witchcraft at its root, right? Um, yeah, so we're dealing with witchcraft, we're dealing with familiar spirits. We're dealing with monitoring spirits. We're dealing with loitering spirits. So what's essentially happening is that, you know, there would be spirits that follow you around and then they would go to the various perps. And, you know, that's how they say things that you, about your life, right? This is how they tell you what you ate, you know, in the morning or what you did the day before. It's pretty much the demons that hop in from one person to the other, right? So, and, yeah, and so because we fight against spirits and principalities, I have found it very, very helpful in the morning um, before I go out of my house or do whatever to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over myself and to bind up all these evil spirits, right? So I would mention the names of all the witchcraft spirits, all the familiar spirits, spirits of violence, spirits of hatred, um, and that has helped tremendously. My gang stalking has not stopped, but it has faded a lot since I've done the spiritual warfare prayers. Amen. Very good. Very good. I, I really agree with uh, reading the word. And we do have to do spiritual warfare. Because this is a spiritual warfare. A lot of people don't believe that, but I do. Amen. So that's very good. You're on the right track there. People will help what you're saying, and, and we'll at least try that. And, um, you're right. Um, we, can, um, I mean, we can't live the word if we don't give the word. Exactly. I agree with everything you said. I use the headphones. I use the headphones a lot. I use them at night when I go to bed uh, for meditation purposes. Uh, this, this morning I took a nap. Right. Right. Praise and worship. Yeah. Yeah. Praise and worship. I love praise and worship songs. I usually play one morning. But um, the thing is, we have to put in our heads what we want in our heads. Otherwise, they're putting what they want in our heads. Exactly. We need the truth to replace the lies. That's a good way to put it. You're absolutely right. 
I have been targeted for all of my life, but when I came to Christ, which was around seven, eight months ago, the targeting got very, very heavy. Um, but like I said, as I've been doing spiritual warfare prayers, God opened my eyes to the spiritual reality of our life, and He opened our eyes to like the satanic world system and how we really fight not against people but against spirits and principalities operating through them. And so, you know since the spiritual warfare prayers it has gotten a lot less but it's still present and i you know i don't think it's going to completely disappear because i feel like it's part of the persecution that we experience as christians but you know what as long as i have jesus with me as long as god is with me and as long as i'm walking in the spirit and walking in the truth i'm good like i realize that this life is nothing but it's it's a preparation it's it's a trial period for the, the the eternal life which is the real life that's what we're anticipating for and you know what i have shifted my 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 perspective to see my targeting experience as you know, just preparing me giving me the the spiritual strength and the mental and emotional strength that i need to go to heaven and that yeah. has helped me a lot yeah that has changed my mind a lot and and just gave me a lot of strength you really have a very good grasp on this thing and that, that's Thank you so much. It's it's honestly the glory of God. Very good. It's the glory of God. <laughs> exactly. I think these are tests that we need to pass. Um, I think that it's our good. Uh, but I see for me that there are things that the Lord is critical in these things in me for a reason. And uh, a lot of times the reason I know there are some things that have come to pass, and then I can look back and say, oh, I see why I had to go through that. Now I see. But there are some things that I still do not see. We're being printed. We have no idea. The whole thing is, God wants to use us. He wants to use us in His spiritual army. It's what we want to use. And so there's a perfecting and refining process that has to happen. And I see it as being And we're being refined for a reason because by the time we get to heaven, we can't get in there with a spot or a wrinkle. So we're working some things out in there's a lot of um, childhood wounds that I had and young adult wounds that I had, and the Lord has worked those things out through this Because right. he will, he will, what, what the devil means for evil, God turns to good. Exactly, amen. If, if we allow him to do that in our lives. So, um, exactly. So we just have to trust the process. You know, keep on, keep on. Exactly. And Romans 8, Romans 8, 28 tells us that God will work all things to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And it doesn't say some things. It doesn't say many things. It says all things. So even this is part, even this painful, extremely painful experience that we go through is a part of God's plan. And he's going to use us, use it for our good that we can trust. Yes, and we were called according to this. We have to pray and to build that purpose to us. But we are all exactly. 
Absolutely. Walking the mat or not, you know, and I'm I'm trying so hard to walk in mind, uh, to walk in mind. I mean, and I think that we all should, should should find out what our purpose is. Definitely, I I completely agree, and I think that you know at times with with being TIs, it's so easy to get into this defeated mindset and this victim mentality. But we need to reject that. Like we need to reject that every single day because if we fall into this victim mentality, then we're going to lose perception of the fact that we still have our free will and we can still fight. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think that to the best of our ability with whatever with whatever we can control, we should, you know, use use whatever we can do and, and have a positive mindset and you know try to do the best we can with what we can. You know what I mean? That's that's what something that God has shown me. That's right. You work with what you have. That's what we do. We can right, totally. And, and we can sit up and, you know, I wish I had this or I didn't have that. You can do that or you can just start with what you have and build from there. Maybe God wants to work a new thing in us. You know, and I just don't realize that the, the things that don't work out and that don't work out for me, they say we're not supposed to work out. So we're not according to God's purpose, not our purpose. It's supposed to be His will done in our life, not our will. Totally. Right. Totally. This is where, like, we have to surrender. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I was just gonna say that this is why it's so important to surrender to the perfect will of God and his 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 sovereign will as well. Like to just surrender all control to him and know that he's out. Like. Like he's completely in control at the end of the day. He is. He's in control of everything. And the word says yeah. he's in control of the good and the bad. Yeah. Totally. Well, I don't want to take too much of your time because I'm sure there are other people in the chat room as well. But that was all I wanted to share. Thank you so very much. And you can speak again if you like. Of course. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, I'll raise your hand if you guys wanna, uh, if you'd like to speak. <clears throat> Let me go back to something Sister BB said. Uh, Sister BB talked about the artificial intelligence or the robots that um, some are already amongst us. Actually, they started a full service uh, restaurant in San Francisco a couple months ago, and uh, the entire restaurant is is run by machines. The machines cooks the burgers, serves the burgers, everything. Uh, Japan has been doing it for a while. The difference between the ones in San Francisco and Japan, the ones in San Francisco, they look like, you know, a bunch of metal and uh, all of that. Uh, some of the ones in Japan, they actually have, like, fake skin and they look more like people. Um, but we're going to be seeing more of this, you guys. And uh, I, I thought about the fact that, uh, for uh, targeted individuals because we're uh, so traumatized, uh, many of us, I won't say that about everybody, but a lot of um, 
targeted individuals are traumatized and it's understandable because of all of the stuff they put us through. Um, this whole robot age can be very difficult for us to deal with. And so we really need to uh, get to the strongest version of ourselves as quickly as possible to be able to deal with this. Now, Elon Musk, you guys know he's he has that car. I forget the name of that car. But um, he, he, I think he's targeted too, but that's a whole other story. But he... Um, he said that he believes that the um, robots are going to turn on humanity. And I believe that as well, especially when we start seeing them more. Um, our police force is much more mil militarized than it ever was. And who knows, some of those could be robots. Um, just about everybody's starting to use artificial intelligence in some capacity or another. Um, there was an article a good five or six years ago now, but it said that there would be um, 30,000, I believe, don't quote me on that, but I believe 30,000 drones in the U.S. skies by the year of 2020. Well, here we are. We're almost at 2020, you guys. So uh, get ready for these drones. Now, we don't know if these drones are going to be uh, uh, shooting direct to energy. I'm sure some of them will have some sort of um, um, equipment in there that will have those capabilities. I'm sure some of them will be weaponized, maybe not all of them, because some will be used to deliver food and things like that, which they're already doing that. But it just made me think about how we, as a uh, pretty much traumatized community, we really, really, really need to um, work on being as mentally strong and exercising our mental agility as much as we possibly can. Because, I mean, who knows? They will probably have those things following us, which they, they already have drones and things above the sky following us. We know that. I get the, the helicopters. I get the airplanes, all that kind of stuff. But this might be more visual, you know, if there's drones in the sky, you, you could walk a block and maybe it'll walk with you. You know, you don't know. So um, we don't know how many of these uh, uh, clone people that we'll be coming in contact with or that we already have. We may, we may have and may not even know it. But uh, the point is just keep up on um, the news articles and the things you see on the internet that you would consider to be credible sources because some of this stuff is not credible. But um, that's one of the reasons why I do different types of videos because it's important to um, venture outside of the targeting community and, and who's following me and all of that because there's a whole whole new world going on out there, you guys. And uh, with this Agenda 21 and all of the stuff that's happening around that, I can see it in my community. The community has really changed a lot. Um, <clears throat> everywhere you go now, there's these scooters, um, there's these bicycles, there's, you know, you can just walk down the street and anybody can pick up a, a scooter like we're on some kind of vacation island somewhere. Um, all that stuff is a plan. That's a plan to get people out of the cars. Now they're putting these... Um, trolleys everywhere in Oakland, which they have, they've been having them in San Francisco, but like streetcar type of things. And yeah, that, that's nice. That's convenient. Um, you know, it's cute and all of that, but it's all part of agenda 21 to get people out of the cars. 
people don't understand this. They think, you know, why why are the roads changing? Oh, this is really nice. I have everything in my community. My bank is there. My church is there. My work is right there. Well, it's because they're creating villages, and pretty soon they're going to put up zoning where you won't be able to come out of your community. So this is really just a big plantation being laid out for us. It's a new slavery about to happen. It's a new slavery already happening, but it's going to change some more. And so these are things we have to pay attention to and make sure that we are mentally equipped to deal with this stuff. And that's why I don't, I try um, not to run from everything that scares me because I know that there's a building up process that I have to allow the Lord to take me through so that I can get strong. If I'm running from everything, then I'll never get to that, that mental strength that I need to be at because there there's some stuff coming down the pipe, you guys. So I'm glad Sister Bibi brought that up because there there's some stuff coming down the pipe, I'm telling you. And that whole thing about this RFID chip and that's the way you're going to get your money, all of that is still coming down. And this stuff is really, really, really progressing faster than we realize. And that's what all these distractions, with all this television, I don't even think I turned my TV on this weekend, but that's what all of that stuff is about, the reality shows. And I have some guilty pleasures, trust me. I watch a few of the reality shows myself. But we have to know that we have to uh, do research in all areas, not just the TI area, but we need to know um, what's coming because there, there is a lot rolling out and it's rolling out fast. And I don't know if you guys see all the construction in your area, but, oh, my gosh, all the roads are turning, the lanes that used to be two lanes or one lane. It, it's, it's a lot, like, around the whole entire city. And it's been going on for probably two years now. And I know because I've done my research and I've, I've, I've seen some of the budgets at City Hall and things for redevelopment. And um, I, I know what they're doing. They're about to lock us in, you guys. They're about to lock it all down. That's what's going to happen. The cars are going away eventually. And, they, and, they, and they're going to have you on a train, walking, these cute little scooters they have that just looks all so pleasant. You could just jump on one, the bicycles. That's that's what it is. That's what it's coming to because they want to limit our movement. They want to limit our movement. So when you say, oh, yeah, my closest Walmart, I can walk right over there. My grocery store, I can walk right over. That's what they want. Villages. They're creating villages. That's going to be a new plantation. So I'm glad you brought that up, Sister BB. Okay. Now let's go over here to hang on, Sister BB. I will unmute you in a minute. Let me read the chat room though. We try to keep the chat room in the loop. Oh, do I have you unmuted? Um MA, go right ahead. Let's see. No, maybe I don't. Marley, we're uh, trying to see if she was trying to say something. Hello? If you're trying to speak, 
I'm trying to get you unmuted, Marley. Can't tell if you're trying to speak or not. Okay. Were you trying to say something? Oh, sorry. I, I wasn't. I didn't raise my hand. No. I think there are two other people in the chat room that raised their hand. It's not me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just listening to you guys right now. Okay. Okay. I don't want to forget to uh, to look in the chat room. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Is this um? Can you hear me? I can. This is Renata. Who's speaking? Hi, Renata. Uh, this is Teresa Gallegos. You and I um have had an exchange on your website. Yeah. Um, Hi, Teresa. How are you? I want. <laughs> I'm um. I'm I'm doing okay. I'm I'm hanging in there, and I I don't. I'm um. I want to make it you know brief because I know that there's other people um out there. But first of all, thank you very much for what you do. It, it, it's it's so positive, and I feel very strongly that the gang stalking and being a, a, a TI is a is a huge distraction from Jesus. I mean, I think that it's yeah. it's made to distract us from from the truth. And uh-huh. so I think we get so so wrapped around the axle about our targeting that we forget. And when you we can just, you know, spend that time with the Lord and get centered and then recentered, you know, and we have to continuously, I think, do that after every mini trauma that we suffer is to pull pull ourselves, you know, back to Jesus. And but um, as far as the question that you you asked about being friends with people who um, I, I don't know what we would call them civilians. Um, I have <laughs> We're civilians a too, but I know what you mean. <laughs> well, <laughs> civilians. Okay. Anyways, um, I have a cousin uh, with whom I've had a lifelong relationship, and I still have that relationship with her. I told everybody in my family what what I believe is going on with me, and they all they all think I'm crazy. They, they, they think I'm crazy, and they think that it's a result of having lost my mom and my daughter in 2014. And the only way that I can maintain a relationship with them, and they've just as much said it. They they will not listen to anything having to do with gang stalking. So if they ask, is this still what you think? And I did have an aunt ask me that. I said, I do. And she just let it go. So mm-hmm. I, I think having a relationship with somebody who is not a target um, is it, it may not be as genuine as you want it to be because there are things I think in order for that to thrive that you have to resist talking about because it it scares the heck out of them. And why wouldn't it? I mean, it's something that we've been yeah. dealing with for years to put it all on their lap and say, you know, uh, try and wrap your, your, your head around this, you know, everything that you thought about the world is is not true. I mean, it's it's traumatic for them, I think. And so, um, and then of course, uh, we have some people that we all know in our circle that seem to be perps and 
Um, but we're to love them anyways. I, I will not let the gang stalkers take my love. I will not let them Very good. Not, take my life. Yeah. And so I just wanted to share that I think it's possible, but you, you, you cannot be as candid as you would like um, if you wish to keep that relationship. I think it takes an extremely uh, special person that I haven't met yet who can just accept that without having been involved in it and then unquestioningly accept it. Do, do you know what I mean? Well, what about if you have friends um, outside of the TI community and you just maintain the type of friendship you always had with them and you don't talk about the targeting? Like you said, with your family members, you have brought it up. I brought it up with mine. Um, but we don't have to be with this. Mm-hmm. You know, we can still have a regular friendship or, you know, familyship yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Now, Lonnie, who comes to this call, she's not here right now, but Lonnie, who comes to this call, she um, has a church family, and she says that she has never brought the targeting up with her church friends, and she has a wonderful relationship with them. And um, mm-hmm. she goes to coffee. She does, you know, her church circles. They go shopping, and, and it's fine. That works for her, and it's been going for years. And she just does not talk about targeting with them. Right. And so, sometimes we, we have to make that call. We have to put ourselves in their shoes and think about, it. you know, frankly, before I became aware of my targeting, let's just say six, seven years ago, if somebody would have told me everything that I have said, everything that's happened to me, Honestly, Renata, I would think that they needed serious help. I would have until it started happening to me. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah. And, and so, I, yeah, you know, so I, I can see their perspective. And, um, but uh, uh, there's just so much with all of us to say. So I'm going to stop saying anything. But I think you can have a relationship. Targeting probably cannot be a part of it. I'm blessed to have. A very dear friend, and I was referred to him. Oh, okay. Well, I have a friend who is a target, and he's a very dear friend of mine, and it's fortunate because we can talk about anything. Um, But as far as being friends with somebody who doesn't know, it might be best, like you said, to withhold that information because it's too much. It traumatizes them. And that, and that's, yeah. so that's all I have to say right now. Okay. And thank you, Renata. No problem. Um, now, what I what I had to tell myself about that about um, um, non-targeted people understanding what I'm going through, I had to come to the realization that this is my experience; it's not theirs. Um, as yeah. far as uh, family members go, some some people in my family have gone through things that um, no matter how sympathetic I may be towards um, their situation, I truly could not understand it fully because it was not my experience. You know what I mean? Right, um, it's right, almost, right. It's almost like, it's almost like if, um, if you have never experienced domestic violence, but you know someone who has, and they try to talk to you about right. it, you can be as sympathetic as you can about it, but to be honest, you've never been through sure. it, 
so you, you can't you can only go so far in relating to it. You know what I mean? So um oh, absolutely. it's like people can do their research, they can say, Yeah, I understand you and all of that, but you never will understand this. <laughs> you never will No, 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 they won't understand it. I I think that some of the people in my family, based on the things that they see happening to me, they're incredulous. And I know that somewhere in them, there's that thought, she very well may, 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 you know, this may actually be happening to her. And and then they'll, you know, change something or whatever. I, I know that some of the things that happen to me, they just get quiet and they say, how in the world? And I just tell them, well, I don't know. And then we just go into something else. But um, I also wanted to say really quick, because I'm so concerned, my priority in my life is Jesus and then my family and my grandbabies, my, my daughter's children and my son's children. And um, I'm afraid if I, if I post on, for example, your uh, website, um, YouTube, with my name that it's not private enough and I don't want, the people in my family to see the things that I have to say because I don't want them to say, all right, you know, she shouldn't be around the grandkids or she's, you know, nuts. And you know, do you know what I mean? So I was going to um, develop a YouTube handle that would be like some of the ones I've seen on yours are not, are obviously not their name. And I just wanted to let you know that when I pop up with this weird name, what I'm doing. Um, does that make sense? Hello? 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 Okay, I'm so, so, so sorry. I missed a lot of what you were saying. Yes, can you hear me? Oh. Yes, yes, I don't know what happened. No, that was okay. me. I clicked over. I clicked over real quick because someone wanted to know the number to call in. So I do apologize. That's but everyone no problem. Else, everyone I just wanted hurts. to say that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm making a new YouTube uh, name so that I can come on and comment without fear of my family stumbling on what the things that I have to say, um, because I don't want them to think that I'm crazy and you know. Say well, there she goes again, and and not let me watch my grandkids. So that's my biggest fear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I see your name, your name looks so familiar to me, and I don't know why. I said, I wonder if my path has ever crossed with with yours, or maybe I just know someone else with that name. I was in... Your name is. Go ahead. Well, it, it's common. My name is actually Tess. Um, well, it's Teresa on my birth certificate, but my dad started calling me Tess immediately. And that's what I go by, Tessie or Tess. Um, and it was Tessie Owens, um, you know, of course, my maiden name. But there's a lot of Teresa Gallegos around. I know there's one in Phoenix um, that I actually ran into. But um, I was in the military for 28 years, and um, so I, I don't know if you have anything to do uh, with that world no, or the government. No, no, no military, um, no. Oh, okay. Maybe I just yeah. ran to another person with that name. Yeah, there's okay, a lot well, of them. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for your comments, and you are welcome to speak again if you like. Thank you very much, Renata. I will listen. I'm very interested in what people are doing to cope <laughs> and to thrive. Okay. Thank you. I'll put you on hold. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so let me uh, recap the questions in case you guys, and even if you spoke already, you are still welcome to uh, chime back in. Let's see. Let me try to get over here. And again, I apologize, Teresa. I um, Someone called and wants to know the dial-in information. Okay, my computer is so slow. Let me get back over here where I have my questions written. Okay, how was your week? That's always a question. Um, is it possible to maintain friendships outside of the TI community, and how do you do it? Um, Teresa just spoke on that a little bit. Um, if you have any ideas for activism, because we 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 are we have been in survival mode for a long time, um, but we have got to get the word out about this illegal activity that's happening to us. So if you have any any suggestions for activism, uh, maybe you've tried something that was effective or you have an idea, please share. Um, okay, so where do you see, this is uh, the last question, where do you see this TI role leading you? Do you, um, Sister BB talked about a book. I think we all have a book in us, uh, a really good book that may help someone. Um, I know I've started on several books, <clears throat> but they're just sitting on my computer. So maybe one day I'll get back to them. But um, uh, maybe this role can, can lead you to be an author. There are several TIs who have written books. Um, maybe this can uh, get you involved in your uh, community in some way or another. Um, or this, this role can lead to a life of depression and a bunch of negative things. Uh, it could just be a dead-end street. So where do you see this role leading you? That was one of one of the last questions. Um, so far, this road has led me to do this. I was never doing a uh, talk shoe call or YouTube video or the crafts that I do. This road, yeah, this road even led me to do crafts. <laughs> Nothing else to do these days. Um, so it could take you in many directions. Where do you see it taking you? All right, I'm coming to you, Sister BB. I know I said I was, and I am, but I do want to read the chat room. And then we're going to get to our topic. Okay. Let me see, because Life Stolen had said some things I wanted to talk about. Hello, MD Beans. MD Beans in the chat room. Hold on, you guys. I'm trying to go back. Okay, Life Stolen says, yeah, that was Life Stolen that said that. Um, I'm afraid, I'm afraid people I get close to might die. Um, you know what? That's not the first time I heard that. And I, I, I talked to a TI that says that uh, his family members die around him all the time, and he feels that it is due to him being a target and them dealing with him. Um, gee, 
how do you how do you deal with a situation like that? Uh, first of all, I, I personally, I don't, I would not take that personal. I would not take that personal. I would not feel like it's me because people around me are dying. Um, one of the things, well, you guys already know, they try to keep you isolated from people. So I don't think you should deprive yourself of being around your loved ones, especially if they are sick. You don't want to isolate from them um, at a time where they may need you the most. So just put some thought into that. Um ST in the chat room says, has anyone had any help from an attorney? Um, I don't know if the legal community can provide advice on this. There were several attorneys that came through the community at one time or another. Um, none of them turned out to be right. And they, you know, ripped people off of their money. Um there are a few people that I know in the community who had successful lawsuits, but they weren't like human rights lawsuits. They were more specific to something that happened to them due to the targeting. But when they got to court, you know, they didn't talk about targeting. So I don't know. Then there was a guy in Mississippi. He was running for some sort of office in Mississippi. Um, he, he had something to do with the Martin Luther King era. And he was going, he was a civil rights attorney. He was going to help us, but he uh, dropped dead of a heart attack. So I don't know if that was direct to energy or not, but he died. I think he, he probably really was going to help. Okay. So I don't know the answer to that. If anybody knows of an attorney, please type it in the chat room or let us know. Okay. Okay, Life Stolen says, maybe it's more like people that could have helped me have died. Oh, I see. Okay. So those I know, including family members, are silent. Yeah, that happens. Life Stolen says, they stole more stuff from my property yesterday. Sorry to hear that. Um, like little stones I had that had sayings on them like love, life, peace, love, inspire. They stole them all. You know, it's very common for them to take things and then return them later. I've heard that. Things just uh, mysteriously disappear and then they mysteriously appear a while later. So hopefully your um, stones will uh, be returned. Okay. Uh, T.W., can you hear now? T.W. says, I can't hear anything in the chat room. Um, my stolen says they were not expensive, but they were things I like to put out every year in the spring. doesn't matter if they were expensive. It was yours, and they shouldn't have did that. ST says, I thought the call starts at 5.30. 5.30 is Eastern time. Starts at uh, 2.30 Pacific, which is probably, what, 4.30 Central? I think it's 4.30 Central. Um, MD Bean says, I had bikes stolen from me, and I kept getting flat tires in the same place. Yep. We get flats all the time on our, call, on our cars, 
and the bike has been stolen too from us. Um, Life stolen says it's sad that people are so desperate for money that they would hurt us. Yeah. Or maybe they do it to get to our subvocal speech. Whatever the reason is, it's pathetic. Didn't Reverend Pinckney die? The guy. No, he didn't die. He went to jail. They arrested him. No, they, they arrested him. Um, he did like three years in jail. He recently got out. I don't think he's helping the TIs anymore. You know what happens when, when people try to help the TIs. They do that. He went to jail. Um, and I think he went to jail for the same thing that he had gone for before because he had he was a, a big activist and uh, had something to do with Whirlpool, you know, the, the people who make the Whirlpool appliances. Uh, where he lives, which is, uh, where does he live? Floyd, I think? Somewhere like that. Um, he protests against them a lot. And uh, it was something they were doing there that he felt was illegal, and he was trying to get something on the ballot, and they accused him of, like, voters fraud or something like that, if I remember correctly. Ken Rose would know more about that, but he's not here right now. But I think they were charging him with voters fraud, and then he went to jail for some years, and he got out, and he went right back on a campaign against Whirlpool, and then they put him back in jail for, I think it was voters fraud again. But in between uh, what he was passionate about, which was that whole Whirlpool thing, he was trying to help the, um, the activists, um, excuse me, the TIs as well. But I don't know if he's doing that anymore. I think he has a, a call on Block Talk Radio, though. I actually went to one of his functions in, in L.A. a couple of years ago. Okay, so let me unmute. Baby? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Well, Honorable Reverend Pinkney has a show on half an hour before yours. I don't have the number. Right? Uh, Probably, yes. Reverend Pinkney. Yeah. P I C K what is it? P I N C No it's K I C K N E Y. N E Y. Yeah. I wanted to hear more of what the honorable sister Tess or Teresa, I don't know which name she answers. She had mentioned she was in armed services and I thought we had all concluded some time ago that these people are the most attacked and I even had documents that supported that because they were right within the the arms and eating the food of when they're in service. Uh-huh. You know, my question, I don't I was interested in knowing she kept saying that she's she can't talk about it to friends and she can't talk about it to family. I was wondering what it was that she was saying that were all these terrible things. Now the other variable is um, back to I think she just wanted them to understand what she was going through, like many of us. She probably just wanted them to know that targeting is happening to her and that is real. But she could speak for herself if you'd like to speak, um, Teresa. Yeah, so I wanted to know exactly what she was talking about because, see, also some of the things we're perping ourselves. I've found, and, and I now have it in writing, that international doctors are admitting, and we've talked about the Wi-Fi towers. But all of the cell phones, iPhones, iPads, computers, 
of this CAT scans, MRIs, mammograms they're bringing back to trick young women to get, x-rays, ultrasound, even for massaging one or putting them up against a mother's womb to see the baby inside and take pictures. This is assaulting the fetuses and the mother. All of this is, how can I put it, it's, it's um, mankind-made electricity or radiation. The only natural radiation comes from the sun and the earth. This accumulates in our body. If they are actually saying, and I have it in writing, that Wi-Fi causes sugar diabetes. I put the word sugar because that's what they used to call it in the 50s. It, it actually makes our body temperature increase and raises the glucose level. Is really in no sense, really, the truth is no such thing as type 1, type 2 diabetes when we understand that. Now, the other thing that she had pointed out where she looks for Jesus or something of that nature, didn't she say initially? I think so, yeah. And this is most important because all of these machines, everything they're doing to us is what we have naturally. We naturally can telepathically communicate. We really don't need these cell phones. We have the ability to teleportation. And all of this is proven in our book, Bible Means Book, not only in the Old Testament, but when Mahas commanded Jesus the Christ. Even his apostles were able to teleport, take, like, uh, let me think of the Acts chapter 8. Is that the one where uh, St. Philip met the eunuch and the eunuch was reading Isaiah and he wanted to be baptized? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he left, when Philip, pardon me. Go ahead. When Philip left, the term used, at least in the Old King James Version, was he left in the spirit. Jesus did the same thing. After I think he had been forty days and forty nights, and then of course Lucifer tempted him, took him to that high mountain told him all this can be his and so forth. But when he left that area, he left in the spirit. He did not get on a donkey. He did not drive a car away. We still have that ability. We are ascending. And the fact remains, this is what we're also trying to wake people up. Yes, they put all this to stymie our ability. If anyone has a Polaroid camera out there, and I think they can go on the Internet to get the film, the reason why they took these kinds of cameras off because it you can see, and I used to take pictures that were showing the, what was going on in the interdimensional. And the only thing I know, I don't know if it still has it on Zetatalk because I don't agree with everything it says, but Zetatalk, when it describes dimensions, it tells you in one dimension, on the third dimension, we might be in a house. In that fourth dimension, that same area may be a field of corn. In the fifth dimension, it may be huge buildings in the same area. And what's happening, because the dimensions we are all ascending, even the ones that are in a higher dimension than we are, although my highest, greatest, grandest, highest commander, the Archangel St. Michael Melchizedek, and the Archangel, the Honorable uh, St. Gabriel Jabril, uh, they lowered their dim- mentioned to come here on earth. That's why you see them 
talking about those same particular angels, archangels, as they talk about Lucifer, who is also an archangel, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. You follow? Am I losing anybody yet? But um, have protection. We need to learn to go inside ourselves. All of us are made up of our ancestors. We know this because we've studied the the uh, fact of a male sperm and a female egg, and when that comes together and multiplies, it has all of the, how can I say, the history the from our ancestors in, within it. And they're in us. We are them. And the other ones who are afraid of death, it clearly says in John chapter 11, verses um, 25 and 26, those who die will live again. Those who live will never die to leave out this. I wish I had a picture of Honorable Queen Mother Sister Elvira Williams because I'm sure by now she's come near me, but they can't look at me or stand there and, you know, touch me and say, here I am. I have to see them. They can, just like I did see the Honorable Dr. Delbert Blair. Did I tell you about that, Sister Renata? No, we can talk about that another time because some people are not on board with that. So, okay, so we're, not back to, to, we're not gonna go with that. Okay, well, back to the perfect love cast out here. One John chapter, what is that? One John chapter four, seventeen and eighteen, and uh, we're not supposed to have fear. Well, for you're me, gonna... it's not clear. It's just that I don't, I don't have that same revelation that you have. Which I respect which how one? you feel, I respect what you believe, but I don't well, no. believe that way. Which one? Which part? No, I don't. I don't want to get into it because I'm not trying to. Well, let me just anything. say. I haven't had a television, but bottom line, I remember last year they showed a commercial with all these Orientals, and they said that at their bank, this was a Chinese bank. All of their employees were robots. Now, this year, I happened to go in a bank. This guy was at the front, and I spoke to him. Then when I came back, he helped me address this other lady, okay? So I promptly came in there another time. This time, the lady was at the front, and when she was walking me to her office, here was this guy standing up against a wall, I'm telling you, he was a robot. When we pay attention, they're all around us. And the other thing I think we need to put our foot down, these banks are saying they want to go paperless. Now, if I go into a store and purchase something, I have to have a receipt if something's wrong with that product. But they wanted to not give me a receipt when I made a deposit. And and I was supposed to accept the fact that they are going paperless. So something like this, we better stand up. We need our receipts. That's business yeah, one And these are the sneaky things that we're fighting against. Oh, I don't like that president. Now, one of how many have read our Constitution in the United States of America? Better yet, the Declaration of Independence, which is a ratified law. Moreover, your own laws within your very city, the codes for the city, and for that state or commonwealth within which you have. We have a constitution for each state. How many have ordered it from their employees? 
See, we want to complain and we want to say this and that. If you're going by what you learned in school, none of these teachers have taught anyone past the preamble. When you do read past the preamble, especially the Declaration of Independence, it clearly says consent of the government and in the constitutions. And I can give more detail when they're talking mankind and the other variables. But they use my tenets in the, con in the Declaration of Independence. And last year when the city of Philly opened up, before they opened up a museum dedicated to the Revolutionary War, there was a flood. You want to know why? Because it really wasn't a revolutionary war. It was a civil war fighting over my coastal borders and asked me if I wanted to be on the red team or the blue team. Now, a lot, and maybe not any of you have paid attention and, and, and transliterated like that, but the fact is that's what's up. And we're not supposed to do that because once they're hired, they're supposed to become nonpartisan. And we have more than a two-party system. And this Bernie Sanders that ran under the Democratic Party as a socialist, no one's questioning that. I'm not understanding that. But really and truthfully, once they're hired, they're supposed to become nonpartisan. They're not supposed to do these foolish bickering. I won't even try to think of a teenager or children acting like that. They're abominable because they don't want to follow the rules and laws, and they're making mockery of people who don't want to take our controls back. And these other people are coming through my ancient tunnels. And I can give more details about that. And they showed you with the Thailand guys, what was it, soccer, and two and a half miles in a what they called a, a cave. That was a tunnel. They said they were going to celebrate. I know what you said, sister, that, oh, they were going to do some kind of ritual. Regardless of that, they were able to go to another city or another country through that tunnel. But the water raised too high, and he didn't pay attention. Notice he I've didn't seen movies anything. like that. <laughs> okay, Sister BB, I'm going to put you on hold. Um, thank you for your comments, and you can come back if you like uh, in a few thank minutes, but we need to move on. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, you guys, I have, um, let me put this BB on mute. My computer's running extremely slow, so bear with me, guys. I can't even put it on mute. Okay, well, I'll come back to do that. Oh, mute me, please. Excuse me? Excuse me, please, because I'll be yeah, making noises. I'm trying. It's my computer. It's uh, very slow. They force you to use this Google Chrome, which I'm sure is not a good thing. But mine is very, very slow. The security panels, too, are making people get pain, and our buses are electrical. They're remote control. They are robotic, remote control, and they're blaming the bus drivers for, like, July 5th, 2018 here in Philly. The bus drove off of the street, Frankfurt Avenue, into a man's home. The man was killed in his children's swimming pool, and their SEPTA, which is a private corporation, cor corporate welfare recipient, they're blaming the bus driver, but it's not the bus driver's fault. These are self-driving buses, like you have the self-driving cars, 
as they are, all of these taxis are the same. And the fact remains they know who's on the buses because they use people's social security number, which we should say, no, we don't want them to have it. It's been breached everywhere. And the key here is these were remote control, and they're making people that need knee and hip replacement, and the pain is excruciating. Because I know I'm hypersensitive, I know what the pain is. But if I didn't know better, I'd probably run to a doctor or a stranger, and then he'll want to give me an x-ray, which causes cancer, and the and it goes on and on. So we have to take better control of ourselves. When we're going in these stores, the CVSs, especially if we have children, and there are no strollers, that's worse than putting them into a microwave oven that's on because it has metal. Okay, you just said you just said something about the bus ran off the road or the bus. What did you say about mm-hmm. that? To the bus? Okay. I, so you just, made, you just made me remember Okay, you just made me remember something. I've been having the weirdest dreams. And I uh, there was a period in my life, especially when I was younger, a uh, teenager, I would uh, dream two and three nights, two and three dreams a night. And um, I would tell my, my mom some of these dreams. And uh, a lot of those dreams would come true. Or she would tell me, don't tell me, because that already happened. Like, it would scare her. So a lot of my dreams were... Uh, prophetic, I guess you would say. At least my mom used to tell me that, but a lot of them will come true. And uh, my brother, who was um, not living the best lifestyle back then, but he's doing wonderful now. We're we're in our old age now, but you know, back then when he was a teenager, he was doing his thing. And I um, I used to dream so much about him, and it would just always come true. Anyway, uh, then there was a period not long ago where I didn't dream for years. Like my dreams had just went away and I just would go to sleep and wake up and no dreams. But um, lately I've been dreaming again and, uh, but they've been strange. They've been very, very strange (laughs) dreams. So last night when you mentioned that bus that had a wreck or went off the road or whatever you said, you, you reminded me of this dream that I had last night. And that dream was that I was on the bus some sort of bus. It was more of a square type of, more like a trolley bus or something. And I have no idea where we were going, but, you know, my husband and kids, we were we were there. We were on this uh, bus. And <clears throat> there was a lady on the bus. And I, in my dream, I think she was a passenger. But somehow she ended up in the driver's seat. And I don't remember the details of that, but she ended up in the driver's seat and she just started acting strange, and she said, we're going off the road. And the next thing you know, I was like, wait a minute. The lady took us over the biggest cliff. Oh, wow. And I said, I said she really did that. Oh, my gosh, she really did that. And we were going down, down, down. And then I said, and then I just started praying. And um, I told my kids, let's pray. And and I got closer to my, my son and my daughter, and I grabbed their hands and my husband's, and I said, let's pray. And I kept telling my kids, repent, 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 you know, ask God to forgive you. Because, I mean, I'm thinking on this bus, like, this is it. We, we're gone. This is it. So the uh, first thing I kept saying was repent. And I kept telling my children, repent, repent, ask God to forgive you for all your sins, ask him to receive you into his kingdom. And I was just trying to talk as fast as I could because we are going, like, we were at the top of a cliff. I don't know where we were going. It was almost like a sightseeing kind of thing. And wow. the lady just took us over. And, 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 and what I 
felt in my dream is that it was very intentional what she did. It was not did an it, Did it land? No, it land and that's what I was going to say. No, no, and that's what I was going to say. And I so kept saying, wait, 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 hold on, because I kept trying, I was having this urgency uh, with my kids about repent, repent, and then I reminded myself, wait a minute, you need to repent too. But I'm trying to do all this before we crash to the bottom. And mm-hmm. and then I said to my husband, I said, we haven't reached the bottom yet? Because in my mind, I'm like, well, it's been a long time. Seems like we should have been crashed. And he was like, no, we haven't reached the bottom yet. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I was in my mind, okay, this is more time to pray. But, of course, I woke up. But I remember um, either someone saying before or reading that a lot of people that we hear who have died in their sleep is because they dreamt they were falling and they hit the bottom and maybe they had a heart attack in their sleep. But I never, we never hit the bottom. But I, I even remember in my, in my dream saying to my husband, wait a minute, we ain't at the bottom yet? And he was like, no, we didn't hit the bottom yet. I was like, oh. So it, I don't know. It was just strange. Was just well, I you're, always, you're always on the computer, though, sister, right? You're always looking yes. at things. Yes, you and see, remember, yes. Uh, communication, we call it, at least in the 70s, we call it subliminal advertising. Uh, look under businessdictionary.com, subliminal advertising. When I was trained in it, it's a form of hypnotism, brainwashing, mind control. It, it was, um, we used a textbook called subliminal seduction. That's what they do with all these advertising. Every children's show that when I was a little girl in the 50s had a hypnotist and a magician. And then the older people told me the vaudeville days, that were the live shows, and uh, they always had a hypnotist and magician. And then when I started thinking about the Bible, not only in the old, New Testament, but in the Old Testament, there were hypnotists and magicians. Yeah, they now, still do that on the Bible. Because this is the very point that made me see, I connect the proverbial dots, look for the common denominator. When I first heard, I think it was the voice of a person calling the police. The family, were, they were in a car, and he said he couldn't stop his brakes, and he was going off a cliff. You probably can find that. I don't know if it's on YouTube now or what. I don't know, but I heard it on, on the radio. And the man's voice and the family crying out because they were going just the way you just described it. This is what they use those electric control. See, they can put, just like they can put a GPS on anyone's car and the person not know it, they can put these remote control devices on anyone's car. And all these electrical cars are just that. And if you read between the lines between this um, uh, Musk, what's his name? Um, oh, my Elon. goodness. Like Elon Musk. He has said that these are dangerous. And it's almost like he's toying with everybody when one minute he's going to go, uh, that he's going to make his company private. And, and, and you know, a lot, he, he, he was charged a lot of money or something just the other month or so ago about his, um, about his stock. But nonetheless, I had seen an electric car, which you all were talking about, the flying car. I think they even had a front page picture, cover picture on the Discover magazine, which I highly recommend. And I saw that in the 90s, in real life. And that was during it was before my eyes were so.
I hear interference. But at any rate, I, I will give more details. But I'll just bow out. Look, take control. Play on what you said, but that's what they use. Pay attention, and we've got to take our controls back. That's what they do with these buses. They uh, look it up as, what was it, Times Square. The man, he had some kind of, uh, as his uh, Obama told us to call it, Hispanic name. It was either at the end of or beginning of 2016 at Times Square. He was given artificial marijuana, and he rammed the car because he wasn't in control of it into a crowd at Times Square. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do, yeah. That's what they do with these cars, and they find it fun. I don't see children doing that with their, when they, you know, I used to always buy the little toy cars that, you know, that you would wind up or sometimes electrically or remote control. But this is how they find pleasure. But they're blaming the bus drivers and all of that. And if you get off and you're pain, and then another thing that they'll do is, is like you always saying, they have direct radiation things that they can send to us. But these very stores we're going in, and then we're letting them price, price, um, price our very products with those pricing guns, which are really brand name taser, laser is light amplification stimulated with emissions of radiation. I watched the children, the parents have them in the metal cart, and they're right there where all those bright red and green lights are going off and on. And they say something's worse about the blue lights. And we just go there. Okay, Sister BB, we're going to let someone else speak because I brought Charles in. Okay, thanks. You can mute me, please. Okay. Okay, thank you. What's going on with this computer? Okay. Okay, Charles, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. you guys, this is, I brought Charles in on my line because he's one of the people that has a, a hard time uh, getting on the call without getting that message that there's going to be a toll charge. So I patched yeah. him in with me. So how are you doing today? I'm all right. And, yeah, and, um, when I tried to um, get into the website, you know, you know online, I, okay. I, I haven't got the hang of that yet. So, yeah, so thanks, Renata. And hi, everybody. Everybody's on mute, but they can hear you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so let me just recap the questions. Um, of course, how was your week? That's always a question. And is it possible to maintain friendships outside of the TI community? In other words, um, people who are not targeted, is it is it possible to have friendships with those people? Um, and if, if you have any ideas for activism, you can throw that out there. And I was saying that um, most most roads in our life, they lead us somewhere. Um, so where do you feel the uh, T.I. road will lead you? Will it lead you to become an author of a book? Will it lead you to become an activist? Will it lead you to a dead-end street? Will it lead you to depression? Where do you feel that it's going to lead you? Those are the questions. You can answer them or not, or you can say whatever you like. Okay. Um, first one was what again? How was your week? Oh, the week go. Oh, yeah, well, let's let's get let's get down. I ain't talking. 
cover. Well, I'll get to the other question. Okay. Um, do you need me to recap them again? What What do you feel that the TI role will lead you? Oh well, well, okay. I wanted to, okay. It was one question you brought up that I wanted to. Oh, oh, all right. So answer anyone. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, so that's how, that's, that's, that's if I can remember it, but okay. that's if Let I can remember. Let me give them to you again. How was your week? Um, right. If you choose to answer that, uh, uh, is it possible to maintain friendships to maintain friendships outside of the TI community? So okay, okay. Successful friendship with a non-TI. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That one. Um, it all depends on the person that you're dealing with. You know, um, can they be? <coughs> can they be influenced? All right. Do they have the wherewithal to ask questions when somebody brings them some some BS information about you? And you know, I mean, at least ask questions. You know, like. Okay, because I, I remember um, um, I was listening to one of your calls, you know, one of the ar- on the archives, and uh, one of the episodes, and um, I think it was James or whatever, um, said that um, he was going through things, and a friend of his said, um, came to him and said, um, um, Okay, look, is somebody said this and that. Okay, and that's the point. What I'm, what that's the point I'm getting at, is that most people, okay, okay, they're passing. I mean, <coughs> BS information will be passed on to them. Okay, and they'll react to it. They react to it. Okay, and so, so, so in other words, you're saying. We could probably have successful friendships if your friends are not able to be compromised. Right. Right. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So they'd be able to react to it. Uh, I mean, they will uh, react to it, okay, without even asking me anything. Okay. I mean, I mean, like I always say, you know, at least give a person a day in court, you know, but people won't even do that. You know, so... Okay, and that's the society we live in. It and then, you know what, Charles, that's a good point because that is um, very interesting to me that someone could come to you, um, uh, uh, we're very, very good friends, somebody could, you've known me for years, uh, you may even be a family member who's known me all my life, and right. somebody could come to you and say, oh, Renata, she's, she's a bad person, she's under investigation for this or that, and here's a file, which may be self-assumed. <laughs> Um, and they don't even come to you to say, Renata, I heard this. You know, is that true? Yeah, that's very that, interesting to me. That's the, that's, the, that's, the thing, that's the thing that's, I mean, real hurting. That's the thing that's really hurting is, you know, that's real hurting. Okay? They won't even give you a day in court. These supposed to be people that's with you for a long time, practice. Some of them all your life. And things like that come up, and they won't even sit down and discuss, yo, Yo, I heard this or yo man, yo, so some information came to me, man. Tell me something. You know, they won't even do that. And that's and that's what that's the thing that really like, dang, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I can yeah. hear you. No, no, you're right. That that's very cool. 
And you can tell that they hurt. Yeah. A lot of times they'll change. Like, you know, things are going one way, and then all of a sudden their whole demeanor towards you change, and then they want to distance themselves. You can ask, you can plead, you can beg, and they still won't tell you. Mm hmm Yeah. 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 Okay. And that's really, I mean, that's, that's a that's a heavy impact right there, man. I mean, when somebody acts like that with you, okay, and you know them for long. I mean, really, if, even I mean, if you made the decision to, um, you know, um, not to be bothered with somebody no more, or step off from them and stuff like that, at least that, like a like a saying, like I, I keep saying, give them the at least give them their day in court. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the what's the other question? Uh, go back over there. Hold on. This working kind of slow today. Okay. Any ideas for activism? Uh, and where do you feel that this TI road is is going to lead you? Okay, activism. Um. Okay. Okay. Activism. Okay. You talking about? And in line with TI or activism, just in general. Any any type. Okay, just in general. Well, um, um, as far as the sovereignty issue, okay, and laws and stuff like that, I I urge people to get abreast abreast, you know, about that. I mean, I mean, you don't have to go through no whole, um course in the study of law, but, you know, just get a law dictionary, do a little research, you know, don't take much time and stuff like that, and especially on sovereignty and sovereignty law and stuff like that, because there's a lot of BS information out there as far as that, and then it's actually um, actually legitimate information. So, you know, try to, you know, you know sift through what's real and what's not and stuff like that. All right, as far as that. Um um let's see. Activism is yeah, um activism as far as that take up that. Um as far as the TI spread the word as much as you can. Okay. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah, no, that, that I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Spread the word as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, spread the word as much as you can. I mean, um, don't try to be precise, you know, and organized, you know, and you know, and stuff like that. But now, as far as on YouTube and stuff like, you know, as far as information on, on YouTube, I guess another medium too. Okay, there's loads of um, loads of good videos you can refer to. Okay, before when I, when I first started coming on to the call, remember I was uh, making complaints. One of my main complaints is about um, about how there's no um, no um, especially no documentary on this on the subject and stuff like. That. Yeah, well now there is. Okay, good a good documentaries and stuff well done and well done information. So. Is out there, and if you want to create your own, then create your own. So I mean, yeah, okay, spread the word about that. Other thing, um, um, 
too. I just want to bring up one more. Okay, uh, a serious, people got to do some serious examination or research into the, the, the Jonestown incident. Okay, because that reflects a whole lot on, on what society is today. Is that okay. the one with the young kids were being molested and stuff? Well, yeah, well, they would be. That was that was part of it, but that was Jim Jones in um in South oh, America. You're about, oh no 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 no! You talking about okay? You talking about people? Yeah, yeah. The Jones mm-hmm. the Jonestown incident. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay, I'm I'm getting confused with something else. Yeah, my um, I, I walk past there every day from middle school. That was in my community in San Francisco. So yes, right. very familiar. I lost right. some friends over there in Jonestown, actually. Well, yeah, some people. I mean, you know, I'm not some people, but everybody. I mean, got to do some serious studying on that. Okay, it wasn't just some, um. Um, ego, I um, mean, some guy going crazy on the ego trip, okay, that influenced a lot of people. Okay, that was covert ops. That was serious covert ops. Okay, that guy, that, that thing had government, that, that thing got government stamped all over. All right. Well, he was he was CIA, number one, Jim Jones. He was mm-hmm. on uh, just about every drug you could think of and had a lot of the church members on drugs, too. But that was mm-hmm. some serious uh, mind control going on there. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it reflects a lot on what, um, what's going on in society. Okay. Um, as far as the third question, um, um, what was the oh, third well, okay, where's, where's the lead? What is what is it? Yeah. Think of what it take a lead to? Yeah. Um Wow, me personally. Um I can't I can't really tell you all as I know. All I can say is that you know, I I'm not ready to fold up yet. Okay. I mean they do they do they damnedest try to make me fold up, okay and do something stupid like um, bump myself off or something like that. Okay, that's not happening. Um, Very good. You know, and um, um, as far as you know, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to make out it as much as I can. As far as I keep the activism up, I, I in my regrets. Okay, based on uh, me getting older and. So illnesses that I've been having the last few months, um, so I slowed down dramatically, okay, compared to what I used to be. And um, so I want to, you know, get up a part of that, okay. But um, the activism, you know, the activism basically was always there. So, I mean, I think, you know, that's what got me into this in the first place. So... That's gonna keep going on. You know, I don't have no regrets about that. You know, as far as um, oh, maybe I should just start this fight with them or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, just like I like I always said, they just made me matter. Okay, but I discovered this TI thing and stuff like that. They just they just piss me off more. Um, 
Um, but as far as um, certain techniques and stuff, I got to develop that. But me and being destitute the way I am, you know, I'm still somewhat more better than other people out the street, you know, but, um, you know, I'm destitute, okay, and that's slowing things up a lot. But I'm going to keep pushing. Good for you. Never give up, and I know you won't. Okay, I'm having a lot of problems with this computer, you guys. It is so slow, and I can't even get back over to the uh, chat room. So is that uh, now on or not? I'm going to mute myself, all right? Okay. Thank you, Charles. Thanks. Okay, you guys, I'm trying to get back over where I can see the computer screen. Okay, give me a moment. I do apologize. It's so frustrating. This is running a script. Okay, Erico 612. Are you there? Were you trying to speak? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hi. Who's, yeah, who's Hello. speaking? Uh, my name is Kim. Uh, I've spoken before. Um, I was wondering when I first tried to connect, I was disconnected about five or six times. It was just dead air and said it was connect- disconnected by the moderator. Um, that happens to me all the time. Like if I raise my hand to start two, I immediately get to disconnected or something. So I'm wondering, is it talk to you or are you having trouble connecting? You, um, you know what? I'm still trying to learn this platform. So if 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 I did it, I do apologize. I'm not sure. If I did or not, but it's a strong possibility because I I am still trying to learn how to how to work through this um, new platform. So I do apologize. Now I, the difference that I see with with you, are you calling in from your computer or did you dial in? I dialed in. Okay. See, yours uh, shows up a little bit differently. Okay. Anyway, I, I apologize. Okay, I, I do. Um, and I'm glad that you called oh, no, back. So I, go I right ahead, Kim. Because it happens on most of my calls. It's it's nothing that I take personally. Um, not only that, I texted someone when I was done and to see if they were in the same problem with your call as well. And my text, it said immediately went to deleted uh, text. Oh, wow. So it didn't That's show weird. I, I don't know. Immediately I know that I am. It, it, I am having a lot of problems today, um, more than I have in the previous weeks, just trying to uh, get connected. I keep losing my uh, Internet connection, and right now I can't get back into the uh, chat room. So anyway, go right ahead and say whatever it is you'd like to say. I do apologize. Okay, sorry. I've lost, like, four phones and um, four computers. Things are just going haywire around here, and... I'm getting these veiled death threats also on the text, so it's just like, you know, th- these people, instead of making me scared, they just make me angry. 
And uh, so, where 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 are the death threats coming from? Oh, um, they'll send me things like texts, like we're outside waiting for you, and they'll send the number sometime from a pet cemetery because I have like a lot of pets and things, and uh, I'll get it from like Langley, Virginia. Uh, a lot of times they'll call from uh, cemeteries or military. Um, uh, establishments like Camp Pendleton or something like that is just uh, we're here to take you now. Uh, it, it's uh, you'll get those anonymous um, wellness checks too. And last time they almost took me, it was just like they they want to do everything in secret. And um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing a lot of reports of um, foreign troops around. And um, I thought Lauren had a good call last Wednesday with a reporter who was trying to talk about the camps and um, TIs and basically how we're being taken out and how reporters are being killed have tried to report this as well. And um, I basically think uh, because I was taken under a, a false um a false uh, testimony, and they tried to make me disappear at, through a mental institution on a false charge, of a, and it kept me for over a month on a 72-hour hold. And the doctors knew it was false, and they refused to treat my medical illnesses, which is typical for a TI. But um, considering since I was in there, and there was a prominent family member who was involved with the Pillsbury family, and he knew that uh, you weren't going to get anywhere on this because the judges and the district's attorneys are in, invested in all the um, institutions that people get sent to. And it looked like I was set up for organ harvesting. And people better be aware of that when I was in there, one-third to one-half the people are TIs. Now, P- TIs are going missing like crazy. And one of the guys that they were trying to take out was, um, I mentioned this before on your show, that... Uh, he was uh, in charge of, uh, he was working with the genocide program in Afghanistan where we were rounding up men, women, and children and blowing a hole in their head and stuffing them in a trench. And he said back uh, last April, which is a year and a half ago, that there were eight fully operational camps in this country that he knew of. So people were basically being genocided left, right, front, and center, and people aren't aware of it. We're being taken out, and this is what the interview on Lauren's call was, is she was talking about um, all the new asylums that they're putting up and how people are disappearing. And then a friend that I have uh, in uh, Wisconsin, sometimes when the computers are up for the, um, for the, uh, the police, uh, the scanner will go on, and between the hours of 3 and 6 a.m., they're going crazy picking up everybody on these uh, Baker Acts. And people are disappearing like crazy, and nobody seems to know. And part of the corruption is also definitely happening in the church, and they're picking up priests on false charges as well. And most people who are being turning those guys in are um, bishops and cardinals. They're trying to weed out the good people who are trying to scream about corruption. So I'm trying to scream about the corruption of a bishop and uh, Fargo that knows that people are being covertly chipped. When I was in there, they put me under and they chipped me, and these, tor- these uh, chips now basically torture me. Uh, I can feel them in my ears, my feet. They're deforming my feet right now. Uh, they're all over my body. They make my heart race. There's like one in my throat. I mean, there are numerous ones in my ears. And uh, they know this is being done, and the bishop is just trying to stall from this from last January. So what I've been trying to do is take another tax since they already own the judicial system. Uh, it doesn't make sense. The only way we can slow this down, because uh, supposedly all this is going down now. People are being picked up. People are disappearing. They're, uh, I guess Planet X is here, and they're preparing for an economic collapse. So we need to slow down the 72 hours to prevent us from being taken. 
because people are being taken all over the place. And that's why I was asking people to call the bishop's office, but also the only way they can really bring this clear is to the media, and pretty much they own the media, because the editors all go through Department of Homeland Security, and most of them are CIA anyway. So that's why our story can never get out to the TI. So I'm asking people to call the bishop's office in Fargo. Uh, you can refer to my video that was on Ramola D. It's uh, Kimberly Arth, malpractice in North Dakota and um, uh, Minnesota. And the, the sound was improved, and it was mirrored on Migs B as well, if you have problems with the sound. They removed the likes, and I actually watched in one moment, they, re they removed 500 views. I asked people to be aware of how they're being taken. And once they're getting taken, don't count on you getting a fair trial. Don't count on being able to place a phone call out. Don't count on even most people even knowing that you're gone. And many of these people, when they're going in there, they're getting their kids stolen as well. I mean, this is a full-blown operation. And we need to do something. I thought when I got out, you know, I got out through fluke, an absolute miracle. And I thought people would care about the other people that are being taken. I was fortunate. Now, when you're looking probably about 10 to 12 people being taken a day on false charges and just disappearing, nobody knows it, and many of them most likely organ harvesting, I think people should start realizing that we are in a kill program. That's what it is. And if you think you can hide and if you keep low, uh, that, that's not going to help you. We cannot live in fear. We have to stand strong on this and we have to move forward. I've received death threats. The brakes have been cut in my car. They've tried to kill me many times. And I'm not, I'm not backing down. They kill me. It just verifies everything that they say. We need to... Um, Call the bishop's office again and then say, because uh, you've been dragging your feet on this since January, also call uh, church militant. They're trying to talk about all the corruption. And one of the corruptions is now is some of these bishops and cardinals, they aren't liking traditional priests that um, teach things like, oh, I don't know, the Bible. They're kind of getting upset about that. And so they're trying to take them and move, remove them from their positions and take them to a mental institution. And this is going around the country. Uh, the last one that happened was in Chicago to this guy called Zipperich uh, or something. Uh, they call His first name is Blaze. They call him Blazing Cupcakes, supposedly. He's quite an individual. I'm asking that they call the bishop's office and complain that uh, he hasn't done anything about this after all. Supposedly the RFID chip, a lot of people think that's the mark of the beast and he doesn't have any moral obligation to take care of people who are being taken out because Christianity is now a mental illness. Well, if he isn't there to stand up, who is? And we got to start calling other people, denominations, uh, Protestant, Catholic, you know, whatever, Jewish, I don't care, a temple. Tell them that, you know, if you have a belief system, uh, it's not right that you'd be taken out. And uh, the number for the bishop's office is 701-356-7900, and his secretary's name is Suzanne. And once again, it's 701 Three five six seventy nine hundred, and when they when uh, if you're able to leave a message, just say you're also calling Church Militant, since he hasn't um, answered anything for a while, and we're changing the uh, phone crusade to go to them to expose that he isn't doing anything about this, and he's not even responding to calls. And the number for Church Militant to complain about covert shipping, people being targeted and possibly organ harvested that are Christians. Uh, by bishops that know this, uh, the number is 248-545-5716. Uh, 
And once again, church militants number is 248-545-5716. And then if anybody else has an idea how you can get this out through some sort of means, because they seem to own all the gate all the gateways where you can like complain about this. Uh, they own the media. They own pretty much. Uh, I called and tried to place a complaint through the medical establishment that um, they sent me up for Obamacare, and I called up to complain for them. And they called and did a wellness check on me just because I was going to complain that it looked like I was. Um, I just wanted an ombudsman's number so I could place a complaint. I just asked for that phone number. They did a wellness check on me. It looks like they're associated with it because they were lying on the transcripts as well. I actually have documentation proving there were at least a dozen doctors lying, and they knew it was uh, all done on false testimony. When you are taken, you will not be allowed your medical records, even if they are court-mandated. I wasn't. And then on top of it, you will not be allowed witnesses. You will not be allowed to submit evidence. You will be forced drug before the hearing. This is your day in court. And, it's, and all these doctors lie. And I even have medical records proving how they contradict each other. One minute they say, oh, their family member was trying to get a hold of them and they refused to call. And then another one says, you know, oh, well, Kim didn't want to talk to them even though um, they've been trying to get a hold of her for days. So it's one thing contradicting another. They get caught in lies so many times. And this, I'm lucky I got out. But there are a lot of people that are being taken right now, and they've been taken over for a year. And I've been trying to make this, bring some sort of attention to this. We are missing all over the place. And nobody seems to care. Uh, like that one of the guys that we're trying to take out, he was able to get out. Eight fully operational camps. We got to keep in mind there's a lot more operational than that, I bet you right now. Homeless are missing like crazy, and I'm hearing from a number of people of foreign troops. Uh, Chinese in the Midwest, I'm hearing about Russians in, uh, in the Twin Cities. I'm hearing about uh, Russians also in California. Uh, th this is not looking good. I've even heard of French troops in Pennsylvania. They're here. This is going down now, and the only yep. way to slow it down is to bring attention to it. Yes. we got okay, to bring well, attention to this. Yes, we do. We definitely do. And we were talking about activism today, so this is this is good. Um, I wrote down the bishop's number, so I'll try to make that phone call. And okay. If, uh, people uh, could look at my you? video. If if people could just reference my video on Ramola D, it's Kimberly Arth, malpractice in in North Dakota and Minnesota, and that'll give the exact documentation of everything. I tried to find your video last week, and I, I couldn't find it going, but she had a lot of archives, so I'll have to look through there again. Yeah, uh, it was Ramola D, and if you go to the most popular, it was the most popular video on there. And if you can't find it, it's also on Migs B. It's um, Mary Edward Edward Gary Space, you know, B as in boy. And uh, her Ramola video, she improved the sound, and it's mirrored on hers. It's a Ramola video mirrored to really earth. Okay. And, and thank you. Thank you for your time. And thank please remember the people yeah, who are no, being taken you. now and the people who disappeared when I was in there. Thank you. And that's why it's very important for us to be in contact with someone because when they know that nobody's checking on you, you know, it's easier for them to disappear uh, people. So we pray that none of that happens to, to anyone. 
Okay, uh, thank you for that. Uh, Marley, thank are you. you there? I think I unmuted you. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, um, I went back home, so I hope the, the sound quality is a little better. Okay, yes, it is actually. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Um, I just wanted to, to comment on the question about, you know, friends and whether or not we're able to maintain friendships with with people outside the TI community. And I have found that it is possible to a certain degree. But, you know, to be honest, like, I'm one of those TIs, like, I don't know about you, but like, I, I have not told a single soul about my experience, precisely because I know of the fact that you know this whole experience mimics the symptoms of like schizophrenia and given the smear campaign and the slandering campaigns that are already going about it um calling us mentally mm -hmm. ill and all that type of stuff i believe that sharing our experiences would only do harm more harm for us because now we would have to deal with the perps and our own family and friends um you know uh, abusing us through through you know by believing those but by, by, by calling us mentally unstable or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. So it, um, it's it's kind of it's kind of stigmatizing because one of the things that one of the questions I used to get when I was going to therapy, uh, why you? Why do they do something like this to you? You know, they want to make you seem yeah. like you're delusional or what have Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. And I believe, like, I'm I'm one of those GIs who thinks that gang stalking, like, has has you know predated this this new era like gang stalking has always existed because really it boils down to demonic like it's demonic in its nature right so i believe that jesus was gang stalked right but then you know if you tell someone like yeah but, but but if you say something that like you know if you tell other christians even say something like hey but jesus was stalked with gang stalked you know he was persecuted he was reviled for his faith and so was all the prophets in the bible right but then they would say something like along the lines of like yeah but you're not jesus <laughs> you know what i mean it's like yes i'm not mm -hmm. jesus but as christians as followers of jesus christ don't we like we follow in the footsteps and we're not better than our master right so like if our master was persecuted and reviled and hated and, and lied about why do we expect for us to have any of like a better experience here on this earth you know we don't belong to this world we're not of this world of course we're gonna be persecuted because we're not like them right the spirit in them hates the spirit in us that's just how it really boils down well to the us. bible tells us that, that we are partakers in his suffering so we're going exactly. to suffer we're going to do a certain amount of suffering now as, as far as um sharing this information and people believe that or or not and uh, referring to you as mentally ill and all of that. Um, I, I'm kind of personally past that. Like, this is my truth. This is what's happening, and I really don't care. I mm -hmm. personally think that it is a good idea for at least one or two people around you to know really what's going on with you. Um, right. And they, 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 try to, they try to dissuade us from uh, informing our family members because we think, you know, they're going to say we're mentally ill and all of that. And they do. They, 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 they do say that. My family does too. Um, and, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad that I put it out there. I don't have any uh, regrets about that. Uh, now mm -hmm. they, they, they did turn on me once I started sharing, but um, it is what it is, you know, and I just think it's important that someone know what's going on with you. You know right. what I'm saying? But that's just that's just me. Rather, and it for me when I t when I told them it wasn't I wasn't trying to get them to believe me. 
I was more like giving them information. You can take it or you can leave it. This is what's happening. Okay. And I didn't say those words, but that's how I felt. Like this is what, this is true. You know, whether you believe me or not, because you know me, you, you've been knowing mm-hmm. me from birth. So this is, right. this is just the way it is. Um, and I don't really care if they believe me or not, because I know that they know the truth because many of my family members partake in it. So I know they know the truth. Um, but I just right. think it's very important to get it documented in an official place, uh, police department. Some people choose the FBI, not that they're going to help because they haven't. But I just, I'm not going to get to the point where something happens and then I say I'm targeted and this is due to targeting. And then they say, well, who did you tell that to? Nobody knew you were targeted. You never said right. anything. You know, so I just think it's important whether we do it uh, via a blog or video or uh, say it in a chat room or record it on one of these calls. I just think it's important to put it out there at least one right. time. I don't think we have to do it all the time. but Right. You know, I, I mean, I can I definitely I see where you're coming from. I can definitely see where you're coming from, but you have to realize that that like doing that, like disclosing that type of information would totally depend on your family situation. I have perps in my family and um, they have, yeah. And and they have swayed the opinion of the rest of my family members who are not perps. Right. So they're constantly slandering me and smearing me and all that type of stuff. And so like, you know, because I'm sure that the, the the nature of their smear campaigns against me are revolve around mental illness or whatever, whatever I say is only going to um, confirm their slander. You know what I mean? And so, and I know my family. I mean, like, like I said, it has to do with your family. Like, I know my family. I know in my particular situation, it's a really bad idea to tell them. Plus, because, because of the perps in my family, they will have immunity, like, that information will give them sort of, sorry, not immunity. They will have ammunition against me, right? Because now they're going to know what works and what doesn't work, right? And, and that's the type mm-hmm. of information I don't want to give, right? So I think it totally mm-hmm. depends. I believe that if you have a supportive family, if, you, if you're not dealing with, you know, um, targeting inside of your home, then yeah, it would be nice to, to, to present the information in a very concise way and, you know, present them with resources on the internet and stuff like that so that they know, they know that it's a thing. Right. But you still have to be like, personally, I believe that we should be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads us to keep quiet and to just, you know, like follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's exactly what I'm going to do. The Holy Spirit tells me to, to to go activist mode. I will. But an, until I get that leading from the Holy Spirit personally, I would stay away from it because I, I can already foresee the dangers of doing that. Like not just with, with the targeting increase, but now you have like you're you're confirming all of the smears and the slanders that has been coming against you. You know what I mean? Um, well, we'll just agree to disagree on that. I respect where you're coming from because like you said everybody's family is different um totally and i don't necessarily feel that uh, people have to tell their family members although i chose to tell one or two i didn't tell the whole family i have a really large family but um you know the word got around and you know she's crazy and all this but they all know better so i don't care but mm-hmm. um, I just think it's important to put it somewhere in a public domain, whether it's right. on a video in a chat room, you know, somewhere where, where you can have uh, some sort of digital footprint of what's happening to you. That's, that's, all. that's just my own personal opinion. Um, yeah, I respect your opinion. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I used to be ruled by fear in that way where I didn't, you know, I didn't want, oh, my gosh, it's going to get worse if I talk about it. At this point in the game, I, I just honestly, truly don't care because I compare. I do a lot of comparing. And I compared when I was quiet, they were still targeting me. When I was afraid to go out of the house, they were still doing the noise campaigns and doing this and doing that and hitting me with direct energy and flying helicopters over my house. So it still didn't stop. So I said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get vocal about this. I'm going to let it be known. Whether they help me or they don't, I'm going to not only speak out, but I'm going to try to help other people. And that's just the route that I chose, and that's where I felt led. But everybody, right. like you said, everybody's situation is different. Totally. I respect, I respect your decision. Right. And I appreciate like your, your strengths and your courage. It's, it's inspiring because a lot of us TIs, like you said, like we can be a little bit ruled by fear and you know, like it can be, it can be difficult to make that, that whole decision to, 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 to go into like activist mode. So I appreciate your courage, but I don't know, like for me, and personally, everybody, everybody is, would, let me just say this. Everybody is not supposed to be an activist. I, as activism was nowhere in my future plans at all, but I'm right. the type of person, it, it, I started to get angry about this. Once I started to do my research and I realized the amount of time I lost in my life due to being ruled by fear and afraid to come out and afraid to speak up and all this uh, uh, introvertness that, that was probably put on me from day one, you know, I, it just started to make me mad. And just to see how, um, how people were being treated so unjustly. And I just don't like injustices. And, and so when I got mad, I decided, well, I'm going to do whatever I can to try to help people not to experience what I experienced, which was total trauma. And, um, and, and so that's where it came from for me. But again, everybody is different, but I truly believe that we each and every single one of us have a purpose. I believe that this targeting is somehow tied into our purpose. I don't know what right. your purpose is, but part of my purpose is doing what I'm doing right now on this talk show call what I do in my videos, whatever. Okay, all of that came out of me being targeted. This call, the talk show, it all came out of me being targeted. And I feel that that is part of my purpose. So I implore everybody to look inside themselves and see what it, how God is trying to use you. God is not trying to use you the way he's using me. He's not trying right. to use me the way he's going to use you. You have your own purpose. You have your own gifts and talents that he gave you, and each and every one of us do. But I think that the time is now because life is short. We don't know which day, hour, second that he's coming, and right. we need to get busy with whatever, whatever it is. It don't have to be us telling anybody anything about our targeting, whatever it might be. It might be working at a children's home. It, it might be... I don't know. One guy called in, and it was just him and I on on this line one day. I don't even know mm-hmm. why I did that call, but the guy came in, and he was like, you know, um, I wish that you could tell the T.I. if he was not a T.I., but I was I, since he was the only one on the call, I started telling him about targeting. And he was like, oh, well, I don't have that experience. He said, but you maybe you can tell the T.I.s that maybe they can get involved with Meals on Wheels, which if you guys don't know what that is, they, they take um, – disabled people and senior citizen food and they drive it to their houses. And he was telling me that um, you'd be surprised 
how just that short interaction while you're ringing their bell and bringing them their food, how that can brighten somebody's day because a lot of these people live in isolation and they don't get much human contact and much companionship. And he was saying how rewarding that is for him. And I was telling him that is really good, you know, that he does that. And he was like, you know, I drive my own car. They don't pay for gas. He said, but it's so rewarding for me. So that is that man's purpose, to to brighten a senior citizen's day. You know, now that may not be what I would do or what you would do, but we all have a purpose that we should be walking in or attempting to walk in. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, and I agree I with you. That but... for guys, I think we're chosen and that our purpose is tied in right here in this community. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Is, <laughs> okay. I'm still trying to get back online, you guys. I don't know what's going on with this. And, again, we did not talk about our topic. I apologize. It keeps happening. Um, but we'll do it next week, and we'll talk about the um, complex um, post-traumatic stress disorder, which is the ongoing trauma that uh, most of us deal with. This call is giving me grief today. My web page is so slow. But, you know, if you don't feel comfortable telling your relatives, then you shouldn't. I understand that because uh, things, things, honestly, things got worse in the family once I did that. Oh, my gosh, what happened? She was live. This episode is being recorded and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what I was trying to do. <sighs> What the heck? Anybody is unmuted, feel free to speak. I don't know if anybody is, because I can't see right now. Hopefully I did not end the episode. I may try to do another video today. See if I can get back in here. Yeah, I guess it's going to be live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. You are joining the online studio. You are unmuted and can speak with the host. Recording started. Recording started. Recording started. Muted. 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 Okay. Is that better? Okay. Um. This way. Hey James. Hey James. Hey James. All right, something is going on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Okay, something's going on where I'm getting a an echo. And James, I see that you just came in, so I will put myself on mute and I'll let you talk because I have a big echo. Go ahead, James. No, I didn't. Uh, you you took me off of mute, but um, you know I was. Uh, what was I wondering? Oh, you know where where we go to church. There's people that actually the pastor where we go to church and. Some of the parishioners, some of the people who are uh, in our, um, what is it, Celebrate Recovery group know about the targeting because we told them, and they believe us. They believe. I think most of them believe us. I think most I think most That's good. That's good. Sounds like I'm on a, a reverberate. I know this. Uh, I don't know what happened, so I'm going to end the call because we've been going for three hours, and I couldn't get on. Then I, I had to log off and log back on, and now we have this echo. So I'm just going to end the call, and hopefully you and Donna can so, call in yeah, next week. Somebody. Um, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, that's that's hopeful or. or um, gives me. And we met some people who really think are targeted. You know, they were at the church. They just weren't. They were just weren't saying anything. They were being quiet about it. And I don't think they still even realize. I think they're. I think they're not facing it. But at least it's hopeful. And uh, it gives me hope anyway. So all right. So we'll talk to you later, and Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Donna and James. And thank you, everybody. I'm sorry about this echo, but we'll try it again next week, okay? All right, yes. Uh, have a good night. Week. Good night, everybody. Okay, good night, Charles. Oh, you guys have a, have a good week. I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.